This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. Alright, let's get into the episode. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Project Manga Podcast. I'm Noxie. What up, it's Kiko. Eagle. And Nickums. And we are back with One Shots, which is our new series-specific weekly Shonen Jump podcast <sighs> that we air every other Wednesday at about 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then it's uploaded to Patreon the next day, and then YouTube a couple days after that. So it gives you a couple different ways to catch the, the show if you if you missed it live. Uh, one being to support us through Patreon and catch it right afterwards. Otherwise, you can wait for YouTube, and we'll set it up as a premiere-style show so that you also have that live chat feature. Um, so that you can kind of try to to recreate this situation here live on the show as best as you can. But what is going on tonight? We are talking about Jujutsu Kaisen and everything great about it. Uh, the the anime is coming out pretty soon, so I figured now would be a really good time to just have an appreciation stream for Jujutsu Kaisen, so we can talk to you guys live about one of our favorite things coming out of Jump right now. So what is good, everybody? As you can see, last time I didn't really have this like layout. So we had to make sure that we got now this we set up for the, the next time. And it's even a little now bit more cozy layout. in this month. But now we got the layout. Yeah, so. Yes, absolutely. So uh, feel free to interact with us the throughout the, the conversation. Chat, yes, gang is in the chat. Feel free to uh, to talk to us throughout the convo. Because um, that's definitely 90% of the reason why we even wanted to do a show like this. So that we could talk with our audience yeah. about jump stuff. Uh, like we do not do on our offline recordings for our weekly Shonen Jump podcast that we normally do on YouTube. But yeah. what is good, squad? Let's see. Hold on. Who's in the Shouts out right Shiloh, Ergo from the fifth flow. Fifth flow. Kaizuko. Mm-hmm. Ah, Ash just got in the chat. Nice. Ash is here. Psych, you thought. <laughs> Shavis, you're. Yeah. <laughs> Lanky Lemon. Sean. in the chat. Mommy. Oh, yeah. Yep, yeah. Sean, Hockey Warrior. Yeah, Big Sean. Gang, okay. gang. Awesome. So, um, as far as like Jujutsu Kaisen goes, this is something that, ashes. like, I feel we said, yeah, we said ashes already. Static. But Jujutsu Kaisen is like probably my favorite thing coming out of like Weekly Shonen Jump right now. I mean, like, it, but it's it's so crazy because it like alternates like chapter of the week for me, like between like One Piece, Chainsaw Man, My Hero Academia, and Jujutsu Kaisen regularly. But as far as like a new series that you know, compared to all right. the other ones, Jujutsu Kaisen is probably mm -hmm. what I look forward to the most each right. week. One Piece, One Piece has like a thousand chapters of heat behind it. You know what I mean? Yeah, all all yeah. this backstory and world building. Mm -hmm. Jujutsu Kaisen, 120 chapters, and yeah, it is yeah. has been just crazy good for like ever. Whole time. Yeah. I mean, like 50 chapters, at least, you know, since yeah. I've been on, it's been fire, 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 fire. Oh, it's 120 for 120 right now. No misses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. We're just gonna we're just gonna barrel through our appreciation for the series as far as what we love about it, all of our favorite concepts, characters, story arcs, whatever, and then you know maybe even some future of the series talk. You know, depending on depending on how time goes with you guys. But probably I don't know. Just to start the conversation off, um, one of my favorite things about Jujutsu Kaisen, I feel like is where do I want to start with this, dude? I love the female character dynamic inside of mm -hmm. inside of mm -hmm. inside of Jujutsu yeah. Kaisen. Like they're I, I feel like it's 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 something that you don't see too often inside of shonen stories just because 
there's so many like comedy tropes and just mm-hmm. like tropes in general that like have been used and have been known to be successful historically. So like whenever yeah. a series like comes out and like decides we don't want that gag, you know, we don't want, you know, that those cringy, you know, fan service female designs or, you know, anything yeah. like that. Like it's it's it just makes it feel better that the story is just mm-hmm. filled with a bunch of fucking badasses, dude. Like no right. one's in love with the main character. Yes. You, you know you. what I mean? Christ. Like, yeah, like everyone. No, Nobara, no, Nobara joins up and she's like, oh God, these two, like yeah. they're so gross. It's like, yeah. yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Right away. Yeah. Right away. It's literally, it's literally like, yes. no, you don't have, you know, independent female characters that start off amazing and then end up you know falling in love with one of the main characters or one of the or one of the male leads you don't have any female characters that hang on any of the male characters shit they don't ever ask for like like to be saved you know what i mean there's not Mm -hmm. a rescue arc you know what i mean like it's it's literally they might save the fucking male characters half the time you know what i mean you never know how gege would would handle it but i feel like that's just one of my favorite things about jujutsu kaisen because it's so refreshing inside of the landscape i feel like so Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maki. I mean, just reading. Mm, I was gonna say the prequel. Like, uh, so since she's the failure of the Zenin clan, you know, she's she was called that by Ghetto, and and Yuta overhears it, and she's like, "You want to know why he called me a failure, right?" And he's like, "I guess, sure, you know." <laughs> yeah. And 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 you know, she gives him the whole story, and fucking, you know, he's like, "I'm gonna crush the Zenin clan from the inside, make them cry to me, basically." Yeah. Yuta's like, Yuta's like, man, you're so strong. I really wish I could be like you. Like you're, I, you're what I aspire to be. And Maki like feels good about it, and then walks out the door mad. Like, don't start feeling accepted now. Like slams the door. Like yeah. fuck that shit. Like I'm like, oh, she's so tight. Like I just <laughs> yeah. love. Oh my god. Like that, that's so like. I mean, I, you don't see that like in any character really. Like yeah. it's just like you know, obviously. When you have all this baggage from all you know the terrible way she's been treated by her family like you know feeling accepted like is huge to her obviously yeah. and just that like split second of weakness you know her feeling happy that you praised her who she was like man that that was so hard body like yeah. it's, it's one of the best moments like that i've i i can remember in this yeah. in the series that's and huge even, uh something that's not as major that we've gotten more recently we don't have a lot on it but uh shoko right the one who can she's the only character we know that can use the reversal jutsushiki to yes other yes ones. yes right and that's so cool when you high ass level concepts. techniques yeah inside of the of the energy system and like a female character, a secondary female character that isn't on screen all that often is one of the only people, if not the only person that can do it. It's really cool to yeah. see mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, yep. She's the only one who can foosh and fish, you know, you gotta have that. And I like when, I like when you, I like when you, when mangaka give female characters dialogue or actions that historically you like male characters or like dominating male characters do. Like I'm, I, I was just talking about it on the timeline uh, when we were doing this 26 days of Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, like thing on on Twitter and it was like favorite panels. And I'm like thinking of all my favorite panels. Mm-hmm. And I remembered like in chapter seven, fucking Nobara like kills like 50 fucking curses. And then, uh, hey, thanks for the sub, man. Appreciate you. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, actually. Hey, no, K-Dog. This is a returning Shouts sub. K-Dog. K-Dog is Shouts returning out for the Kyle second month. The, Fuck yeah, dude. Thank the you. Twitch Prime. That. Thanks, Hell yeah. But uh, but yeah, when Nobara like kills all those curses in that very first arc in like chapter seven, and then like it, it pans away from her for a while, and then it comes back, and you just see all the curse, de- like the dead bodies of the curses, and then one of them's got her like hemmed up by her leg, and her dialogue isn't like I'm so scared, 
Itadori, yeah. come save me. It's, I'm going to remember all of your faces. And when after you kill me, I'm cursing the fuck out of all of y'all, dog. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, I was like, this is how it's going to be in Jujutsu Kaisen. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I was like, give oh, me yeah. all of that shit. I was like, that is like, what a thug, bro. Yeah. Mar Marty, yeah, Marty has an interesting uh, thing in yeah, the chat here. We need more, yeah, fem, more femme curses. That's yeah, really yeah. interesting. I think we've yeah, only we seen do. like one, oh, right? Yeah. That very well, we first got the one. The queen of, that of curses arc. is Rika. Queen yeah. of curses. Oh yeah, we have know? Rika oh, sure, from the prequel. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then I think the only other one that like was that was kind of like built like that or resembled something like that was that was that special grade that uh, they fought in that very first arc, right? I think it, I think oh, I remember I mean, it having like a. Like a, I mean, it, that kind it was of body type, yeah. Skinny, I guess. I don't know. I, I wouldn't necessarily call it yeah. feminine. No, or no, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm talking about like spit, like in the design. Like, I'm pretty sure it had like boobs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I have, to, but, I, have to, I have to go back and look. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. But yeah. Regardless, only yes. one or two. We yes, need more. That's like, not that, that'd be yes, tight. That'd be tight. Yeah, enough, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, especially with like you know like Ringu type mm -hmm. shit. You know, like you'd expect you know something like that in in Jujutsu Kaisen. You know, at some point. Yeah. Going back to Nobara though, man, I feel like she doesn't get enough credit, and I feel like, I feel like I I see like too much Nobara disrespect on the timeline just because she like underperformed, quote unquote, mm -hmm. in like one fight so far. And yeah. I feel like when that happens, when when you're following She's a series, a chat right now. yeah, like when you're when you when you're following a series like week to week, and it's entering like a really hype time, you're looking for performance from every character that you still that you stand or that is standable. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, what is what is Itadori going to do? What is Megumi going to do? What is Nobara going to do? And you have all of these amazing showings, you know, in these hype moments. And then, like, when something like that happens with Nobara, you just completely forget anything her character had done beforehand. Like, she was isn't one of the only characters to actually use a Black Flash on screen in the fucking story. You know what I mean? Like, she yeah, didn't yeah. fucking kill Kechizu and fucking, uh, and whoever, whatever the other brother of... Uh, yeah. Of, uh, of I'm Chozo surprised you remember that one. I yeah. Was like, yeah, but that was right. As soon as you said, yeah. it, I was like, "That yeah. was right." I can't think of the other. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's it's like it's like two syllables, I think. But anyway, like she was a fucking yeah. total badass in that fight, bro. She's fucking stabbing okay. herself with the hairpin. She's got like mm -hmm. the fucking like curse on her that like is just nothing but pain every time. Mm -hmm. like, you know, mm -hmm. no matter like every time she moves, like every second, it like it's like a dot, like damage over time on her or some shit. And mm -hmm. she's fucking like grinning and laughing maniacally through that shit while she's like killing Yo. these curses like taking pleasure in it and shit it's like you don't fucking see shit like that all that often in the you know in the in the in the the, the secondary like female you know main character in like a shonen series dude no has got a bunch of fucking cold-blooded ass moments and then you have characters like mei mei that get introduced like it, it combat wise like way later in the series and just show the fuck out the whole timeline was <laughs> the whole timeline was lit when mei mei was doing work bro that shit was mm -hmm. fucking oh, awesome yeah. yeah hell yeah yeah yeah, right. and to have a character like Mei Mei, so it's like we have Maki, who is physically strong, obviously. She, yeah. you know, is Toji light. Uh, and, and like, to have Mei Mei, which was so great that she is a full-on Jujutsu sorcerer. She yeah. has her technique, her bird bomb and shit. Like, she has mm -hmm. a whole, you know... But it's still based around her physical prowess, too. Like, it's... Oh, there's yeah. just... It seems like all, like... There isn't fragile women in this story at all. No, like, like, not at all. They're no. they're all they're all hard body in like even the ones that like ha like Nobara is one to like her curse technique is more of a caster type. It can be. I mean, she she's just versatile. I mean, it can be you know uh, physical, but like she she doesn't she doesn't feel like a, a Mei Mei type. But but still, she's still going to like 
physically perform as well as any of the male characters do. You know, it's it's it's, it's just good that you have Rock Lee type characters that are most of them seem you know right. like it's like Mei Mei is clearly or not Mei Mei uh, Maki is clearly our Rock Lee here. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. and 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 yeah. Mei Mei is like. I want to liken it to something that's like physical, but like it's kind of like close to like a um, like a uh, one of the other hand to hand users, like a, yeah. a high taijutsu user, yeah. but still, you it's, know, it's I, different I, for Mei Mei because like she is like raw physical like like capability first, yeah, and then she yep. has the bird bomb as like her alt. She doesn't have like mm-hmm. an like a mid combat you know like jutsu shiki. She just fucking like axes you to death, and then if that yeah. doesn't work, she'll send the kamikaze bird at you to finish the yeah. job. Like that's like. You know what I mean? So she's still kind of well, like that, but and we'll, yeah. and we'll see more. Obviously, her fight is 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 coming up, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's happening right now in this mm-hmm. in the story. It's just it's been on the back burner for a long time. Yeah. Um, you know, her versus Brain Coon. You know, what's what are we going to see then? You know, like, <laughs> a lot of people think she's getting off screen, and the next time we see her, she's yeah. just going to be like out of here, and like Geto's going to be like, you know. Her <laughs> In uh, her and Yui Yui, you know, we, yeah, it's like, <laughs> don't, Gage don't play like that. I know, yeah, right? I know. Dude, it's like, come on, man, it may yeah. make a little bit yeah. more credit here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure she's not getting off screen. I'm yeah. very confident. Has be... anyone been off screened? Oh, um, I don't know. It's such a rare thing to do, I feel like. Yeah, generally in a story, yeah. right? Yeah, that's or, a really in, good point, in, though. In most stories, I feel, I feel like it's a bad <laughs> assumption to make that someone's off screen generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless it's Anyways. One Piece. Yeah, unless it's One Piece. One, one Piece, you never, no one ever dies off screen. It's like no, not dies, not, not dies, dies, but you but see, fights, you see conflicts that like start on screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought you were saying people think she's died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. off screen. Yeah, yeah. No. That, is, and I'm that, saying, is no that is what we're saying. That is what we're saying, but like also the fight has been off screened as well. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, flashbacks can happen, but yeah, right, yeah, and then just talked about the minks possibly being off screen. You know, like it's yeah. Oh, that that would actually be pretty cold but jujutsu yeah. kaisen yeah yes, yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know what are some what are what are some of you guys' favorite things about the, about the I, series, um, man? I think something that we praise often and something that is one of my favorite things because it, it, it gives me a real naruto vibe you know is the fight mm-hmm. choreography in this series you know it's oh, like, yeah super high fucking level fight choreography and i just yes. can't even wait to see what the anime looks like because of that oh. because i feel like yeah. anime fights are going to be so cold like it's going to be like <laughs> <laughs> like oh dude it's going to be so fucking tight so so yeah. many and fights have the uh the like that gon versus hisoka like yeah. super yeah. like dynamic like zoom yeah zoom, yeah zoom. yeah you know like yeah. oh yeah. so many fights are like that it's so intense and the choreography Hell is yeah. so well done in jujitsu kaisen that like 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 sometimes in manga when you go from the manga to the adaptation there's a lot of Mm -hmm. like extra movement and extra choreography that the anime has to add for a certain you know Mm -hmm. fight because you know the mangaka might choose to just like only show like the main points of the fight and like major attacks used and then like it's just a bunch of like dynamic like angles and shots that they use and then like all but of like the Gage. actual chore all the actual choreography is usually just like t all on one like fucking like thing where it's like one of those dragon ball like toriyama you know exchanges where it's like punch kick yeah, block yeah. punch kick block all on one panel and then all the major attacks are highlighted on but in jujutsu mm-hmm. kaisen you see every swing you, you see every kick yeah. you see every dodge yeah. so like they're, yeah. they're like just like you know hunter hunter 
if you read the if you read Gon versus Hisoka in the manga and then go mm. watch it in the 2011 adaptation, it's literally shot for shot like from the panels in the manga to the adaptation and that's why that's because so the good. choreography is so lit in that fight right we're going to get like shot for shot adaptations mm-hmm. of these yeah. fights in the anime yeah. and it's going to be ridiculous bro that's right. just yeah. how that's, good. That's, I was gonna that's say, a... like as you're reading through it the way mm-hmm. gege does it it just feels like as you're reading through the manga at least me i'm thinking ahead and i'm like i feel like i know exactly what this yeah. scene is going to look like yes. because right. it just flows right. yes. so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's like yeah. a huge props to Gege that like he's he is doing the choreography in the manga. And then when you go to the anime, there's no need for them to make up choreography, to yeah. make up scenes, make up moves. We're just going to get pure we yeah. could get pure yeah. manga, you know what I mean? I bet studios yeah. love when they see shit like that. They're yeah. like, "Oh, I don't got to like what? It's all right here. It's the yeah. blueprint right yeah. here." Then the yeah. quality goes yeah. into, right. you know, just mimicking yes. the exact what's going on and yes. that ideating designing creating exactly you know I mean? exactly yeah, yeah yeah i mean uh just recently today rereading the uh prequel the choreography in that particularly like it's like every every interaction within that it's every time ghetto is on the scene basically too like his his choreography is so clean i'm just i'm wondering how we're going to fit so that clean. in the anime are is, are we going to make it its own little arc or a ova or you're like, talking what, about the prequel what, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah, talking yeah. about that on the timeline. I asked the question. I was like, how would you guys rather see the volume zero of Jujutsu Kaisen adapted? And I asked, like, per- I said, personally, myself, I could see it a couple. I could see it happening in a couple different ways. Either we're going to get an OVA for it completely separate mm-hmm. from the from the anime or we're going to get mm-hmm. a movie for it completely separate from the anime. But personally, I feel like it would be best if we got like two episodes dedicated to it either before hidden inventory premature death or like right after hidden inventory premature death because if you do yeah. it right before then like that's when i read the prequel which yeah. was like 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 uh yeah like i found out about the prequel like right as it was going into hidden inventory premature death so i read that and i was like oh shit this is really fucking cool and then i read hidden inventory and i was like wait a minute that's this is ghetto that's the dude that's rolling with mahito that this was his boy back in like you know what i'm saying and i and i like and, and it was like really it hit really hard right in the front of hidden inventory but considering the flow of time then i can see it being you know story 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 hidden inventory premature death prequel and then into the Shibuya incident or pre-festival rather going into the into the Shibuya incident. So I could see yeah. it. I would prefer if it if they integrated it into the anime as best as they could, Me because I feel yeah. like when you have separate media away yeah. from the anime, it's easier for people to ignore. You know, I still yep, yep. haven't seen any of the My Hero Academia movies. You know, and I'm a huge My yeah. Hero Academia fan. You know what I'm saying? So, I am yeah. not either. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and either. for something like 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 Volume Zero or Tokyo Metropolitan Magic Technical School, like that is so integral to the story. Like that is so important for the story. You need yeah. to have that in the anime somewhere. I feel like you can't relegate mm-hmm. that to an OVA or a movie because too many people might miss that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, like so, yeah, someone, I think, how, I think Gojo mentions Yuta right in in the yeah. In the main yeah. story, it's, yeah, so it's, like, can- yeah. it's all canon. Yeah, as yeah. Well. No, I, I, yeah, yeah. I know it's all canon, but I'm oh, just saying, yeah, like, yeah. you can't, you can't treat it like a movie, like yeah, an yeah. OVA. Yeah, it exactly. has to be canon. Right. And so, what better place uh, to do it than in the anime as like filler instead mm-hmm. of filler? Just throw in some of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and how long are the uh, chapters? I know there's only four chapters. Are they like what? They're like forty-five pages, pages, forty-five yeah, to yeah. fifty-five yeah. pages. So I mean, you, three to five, not even thirty-five, maybe two to three episodes. You can you can fit that in and just get a nice little, you know. And I don't think anybody would give a shit. Yeah. You know? 
Right. Yeah. I People mean, would be grateful can, if anything. Yeah. You can. Yeah. You can literally put that. I mean, I, I agree with Noxie because that's when I read it too. Uh, and it, it just fit well. It hits um, so hard right there, didn't it? Like if you read it yeah, before, it you might forget you a lot of that shit right by the, the time you get it to might be, inventory. Yeah, not at the beginning. As long it as might you've be a little seen. Because it's like, oh shit, these people, yeah. you know, you get in two, yeah. three episodes, you're like, oh shit, these are the people we're rocking with all of a sudden. Well, that's what I was going to say. It has to be. Yeah. All of a sudden, Yuji. <laughs> right, you right. Know, anytime yeah. after Ghetto, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as yeah, long as yeah. as long as we've already seen Ghetto in Jujutsu Kaisen, the main anime, of course, you mm -hmm. you know you could put him in. You could honestly, you could do it after like Mahito and and Yuji fight. Like you could do that like the first time. Like that, you could put it really in a lot of places, and I, I'm sure it would work well. But I I just agree with Noxie because that's when I read it, and it felt. Per, like it, it was felt perfect like, right there, didn't it, it? Felt like those were just regular chapters of the story. At right, the time. like it, yeah. didn't, it didn't feel like I deviated uh, any. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't lose any. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never, I never lost any steam. It just, yeah. you know, flowed just perfectly. And yeah, yeah. yeah I feel like the definitively like after hidden inventory premature death because like i was saying because of the flow of time right so you have the flashback going into gojo in school and you're like oh fuck yeah we're getting the fucking gojo like origin essentially oh this is mm -hmm. his homeboy suguru oh damn mm -hmm. that's the dude that's yeah. rolling with mahito so wait when did he mm -hmm. go evil oh, okay you get that in yeah. premature death and then yeah. you see him at the peak of his evil like at the peak of his like you know dastardly plot or whatever inside of the prequel and then you mm -hmm. go into you know pre-festival shibuya yeah. incident and then you see the culmination of that plot like come to you know fruit it's just like it's just like one grandiose story inside of the story you know what i mean yeah. i just feel like that's going to be the best way to do it yeah what would two cower what does that mean two two core two core is like a 26 core is episodes the, basically a core is 13 12 yeah. 13 yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. two core oh. is like the 24 26, 26 episodes yeah. Mm -hmm. 24, yeah. 26, cool. yeah. Hell yeah. it's it's, a, it's like yeah. a french term it's like a i think that month, french japanese or it's term. like a three month i think yeah. i think one core is like 13 or, or one core is like three months right because you guys yeah, like, are not even yeah. starting off with like the 12 13 episode feeler they're going right in yeah, because yeah, they know yeah. it's gonna be cool, yeah. bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's selling very well in Japan. Like, there's no reason it's not going to be right. successful. Adam D. I mean, Blair, especially... thanks for the follow, man. Appreciate you, bro. Oh yeah, hey. hell yeah. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yep. 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 But yeah, I mean, uh, it, when your manga is selling that well, I don't think they got to worry about if the anime is gonna do fine. Exactly. You know, like, like you're, you got tens of millions of units in circulation. You're outselling yeah. some of the. The, the top runners in, in Weekly Shonen Jump, I'm pretty sure it's outselling Black Clover regularly. Before it's even Probably, got an yeah. anime, that's disgusting. Of course they're yeah. going to go balls to the wall with the adaptation. Like, Yeah, I mean, you get yeah. you get MAPPA, you know. It's and like, it's MAPPA, yeah. dog! It's just free. Stop free playing with me, bro. Black Clover, uh, Piero? Piero uh, yeah, is Black Clover, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't want that. Whack-ass no. Piero. Nope. Don't want that. Fuck-ass Don't like that. No, thank you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Nick. Yeah. What do you like? What what what's one of your favorite things about Jujutsu Kaisen? We can't have this conversation without talking about the villains. Yes, you know what I mean? bro. Yeah. Yes. I mean, like, and let, and let, let's just we've already mentioned him. Let's start with Mahito. I mean, like, yeah. even even in Chainsaw Man, there's not a human devil. You know what I mean? I think the, the idea of a human curse is just yes. so original, so fresh, so it's just so cool. And like yeah. his how yeah. how his abilities work. Like, oh, he can grow body parts. He, um, I, he's just sick. I, I could go on, you know what I mean? But you know, yeah. tell me what y'all think. Yeah. Well, just to, just going on your point of like the human curse aspect, um, if you mm -hmm. guys remember one of our recent 
weekly Shonen Jump podcast episodes, we had a guest, which is a really close homeboy of ours named Mello Yenis. Mello actually commented on one of our recent um, episodes, our most recent episode, actually. And he made like a really cool point about Mahito. Let me see if I can find it real quick. He said, I love Mahito. The humanity curse is usually hiding in places like movie theaters, schools, subways, and photo booths. I don't even think uh-huh. he's aware of it. It's just natural yeah, to just he, go he into gravi- human he areas. He gravitates, he gravitates to human towards areas. Those. And I Yo. was like, damn, bro. Like, that's so yeah. cool because, like, that's one thing that we were talking about, like, when we were discussing villains on the Weekly Shonen Jump podcast is, like, there are characters, like, inside of the villain group, like Jogo, like uh, Hanami, like uh, Dagon, whose personalities reflect the element relatability that they're associated <laughs> with in their curse you know what i mean like jogo is clearly a hothead hanami's just like it's all good man like chill out bro you know what i'm saying dagon his his emotions fluctuate just like you know waves and tides you know what i mean so like you can see him really cute chibi calm dagon like hey what's going on man i'm just part of the group it's all good and then when he turns into fucking cthulhu it's like a fucking tidal wave you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. so completely Mm -hmm. different you know change in, in personality depending on you know, like how the tides are. And I just think that right. that is like such amazing, subtle, you know, like characterization that Gege gives, you know, their their villains because it's like, and on top of that, they're so relatable. Like they actually yeah. feel like people yeah. a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. I like that too. Say. Like when I, I did a thread, you know, like a comprehensive, you know, like Jujutsu Kaisen recommendation. I did one on Twitter. And and when I got to the villains portion, I likened them to I basically said, like, imagine the dastardly, you know, incorrigible, detestable, like nature of the League of Villains inside of My Hero Academia and then mm-hmm. splice it with like the down to earth, chill, like homey vibe of the Phantom Troop inside of Hunter Hunter. And that's mm-hmm. basically the villain group inside of, of Jujutsu Kaisen, because these motherfuckers, you see them. You see them in in scenes where they're not just talking about taking down, you know, like whatever their dastardly plot is. It's not, you know, it, it, like they're they're hanging out, they're playing fucking board games, they're playing fucking card games, well, you, they're having you like get a look real interactions. Yeah, and you get and you get a look into each of them like individually and where who like, they are like per, as a person or as a curse, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, they just feel like, like motivations. People. Yeah, you like, get their you know, motivations. Hana yeah. Hanami's talking about like they're destroying the forest and shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like well, yeah, even in there, we are. Mm-hmm. Their insecurities too and shit like where mm-hmm. Jogo, you know, the for one of the first sights we see in the series is him getting sunned by Gojo, obviously. And for yeah. the whole series that affects him. Yeah. And yeah. later on, it he's like, Oh shit, I am actually strong as fuck. Yeah. But it was just because I got whooped by this dude. I was like scared to really activate yeah. mm-hmm. subconsciously. And Sakuna called him so out on like, that. He was like, Bro, you're still tweaking about Gojo. You have no chance against me. <laughs> it's Sakuna, baby. You got to have your uh, head on right if you fucking boys. with me, dog. Yeah. That, that's that moral moment from Hunter, right? Like, yeah, yeah. If, if, you, if you don't think you're going to win, like, you've already lost. You exactly. Know what I mean? yeah. Exactly. Love that. And I love Definitely. how the I love how the interactions inside of the villain group, you know, like, are so realistic. Like, they're so believable because they argue with each other. It's There's so mm-hmm. many villain groups, especially inside of Shonen storytelling, where you just have the, the figurehead of the group who dictates everything and then all of their zealots. You know what I mean? Like, they they, they, they live and breathe for this leader. You know what I mean? And, and anytime the leader says anything, they're like, this is what we're doing. Everyone fucking, like, bows. You know what I mean? Like, goes on to a knee and says, yes, my lord. Like, all the fucking time. But inside of this villain group, you have all of their ideologies clashing 
and they're like hold on bro you know like they be cussing each other out and shit like hey hey, hey we don't need to do it like that give me the fucking prison realm i'll go get gojo right now you know what i'm saying like all <laughs> that kind of shit that you see and it's like it just creates such an incredible dynamic where you're like okay wait a minute are these the main characters <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like you're like you're like i don't even care about where everybody else is at right now like give me more of these guys just interacting you know and that I mean? even happens in yeah. the sub villain groups so yeah. like yeah. uh ghetto's followers ghetto's people like yeah. they're fighting you know like there's there's like there's yeah. conflicting personalities within basically every group here and obviously like the heroes of the story or whatever the the good the good side you know there's a lot of it with like gojo and you know the higher ups in the jujutsu society you know or yeah. whatever the the community there that they got and he threatens to kill them multiple times like yeah. you know basically if you want to execute yuji or yuta was basically in the same position where yeah. like we're going to execute him only difference was is yuta never knew it was secret and 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 gojo's up there like we need to study rika you know yeah. and like we we need to figure out what's going on with this shit we don't really know she's only been released once you know sorry it was my bad i shouldn't have let her out basically yeah you know and they're like yeah you if you let her out again he's he's about to be executed and he just you know right away is like you know i'm siding with if utah if you do that right you know, just <laughs> yeah. right away tells him, like, Go I, we're gonna figure this out i'm sorry that she fucking transformed and killed a whole city block of people yeah. my bad you know but, <laughs> but you know, like I'm holding my man's down here, you know, yeah, like, it, yeah. and it's, it's, and then you had, I don't remember, you know, it was the two girls, uh, Mimiko and Nanako, I want to say, think, and then, right, they, yeah. and they were fighting with, uh, maybe the, un, one of the unnamed, uh, like the older woman in the group and, uh, the, who else was it? I'm trying to remember, like, but, uh, the other dude with like the burn on his face, I think. And like those two were fighting. And then the, the fifth guy who's chilling with the, uh, heart nipples, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, and then he's all like, y'all better all shut the fuck up. You, yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, you know, it's just, it, it's so good to have these dynamics with, yeah. with mm -hmm. it, it's every, every group basically. It, it means that is, your story is never going to be boring no matter who's on screen because you're such a good character writer and you have such yeah. a good idea of how these interactions are going to go inside of your storytelling that mm -hmm. it's like you can literally have anything be happening and people aren't wondering when they're going to get back to whatever their, the character they've been, you know, the, whoever they stand or whoever the main focus of the story is like Yuji or whatever. Yuji has been off screen a lot in this story for a main character mm -hmm. and the world yeah, still yeah. moves regardless of what the fuck he's doing. That's something that yeah. I feel like is so important inside of Shonen storytelling as you follow its evolution because there are something so many. Something that I like about Hero too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? There's... Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good, bro. Like, I'm just saying, like, man, like, look at One Piece. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there is, like, 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 just to deviate for a second, like, and because it's something that I feel like is reminiscent inside of Jujutsu Kaisen is that, like, One Piece is such a big world and it's so expansive and there are so many important characters with so many important motivations on the chess table that, like, something can be happening over here and something can be happening over there while luffy and co are on screen and mm -hmm. you know that big things are happening in the background and then we'll get one news coup chapter that yeah, that's that, that tells is. you what like... what was going on the entire time that you were following luffy in the current arc and it and it lets us know that the world is so important outside of yeah. these characters that we know are the most important characters but they're not the most important thing in the series you know what i mean there are so yeah. many stories yeah. in shonen where if the main character is on screen the plot is not progressing you know what I mean? Yeah. And and Jujutsu Kaisen 
is one that yeah, also, I feel like also similar that. to yeah, it's Kurapika like, X Kurapika, right? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Kura X Pika. But yeah, that's it's when you have that. Yeah, you're, you're totally right. It's like if you have to sit and constantly follow the same character uh, forever, it's static and stale. Like it's yeah. just you can't. You you it, it's hard to keep you know attention to. It's like okay, well. This is just rinse and repeat every single time, basically. I yeah. mean, it, it, yeah, it, 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 it doesn't have good. to be that, but cer- certainly, like mixing it up with different, you know, areas and different characters in the forefront helps helps yeah. keep it like fresh and and interesting. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so, uh, what I love yeah. about Jujutsu is just man. I think I'm gonna go with organization first. Organization, yeah, yeah. Uh, how organized. Gege is on his storytelling and how like there's no way you can have so many of these things fit so cohesively all around well i mean the energy system and the storytelling at the same time he he definitely had oda level planning i feel like to his to his story before and togashi level planning either like you know what i mean because it it, well mm -hmm. and uh, Gege doesn't have uh, any work before Jujutsu, right? Uh, they tried a couple different one shots before. So you have like number nine, yeah. and then you have like another like one that like got canceled or maybe. But it's not like a Yu Yu Hakusho under it's your not, belt to yeah, warm up. Exactly, exactly. it's not like that. It's just a couple of one shots exactly. that never made it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's that's that's you know like Oda, you can clearly tell this was his life work that he was working on the whole time he was an assistant on Baroni Kenshin and he was planning this whole fucking yeah. grandiose story. And yeah. I his his you know, is is a different approach still to what Gege does because Gege's is more like rooted in like firm rules. Obviously we don't know them all with the with the energy system yet. We're we're getting them at the yeah. at the right times to get them. You know, nothing has been contradictory. Like anywhere that you look in any corner of the internet, you never find something that's like I can prove this is wrong in this chapter here, you know, like, you know, like, you don't have to make up anything like Pell said there was only five flying devil fruits. You don't have to, like, make, you don't have to make up anything in your mind to justify that. Like, Pell is just an idiot. And he lived in the fucking nah, sand Characters can be wrong. Is, we know what ha- All right, I'm not Hey, gonna- hey, you were about to, you were about to bring up that <laughs> There was no, there was, there was, a, there was an episode of the Weekly Shonen Jump podcast before Nick came on, long before Nick joined, where Kiko we got, we got this, into this argument with Kiko. Said, yeah, name him. Yeah, he was like, he was like, he was like, there's definitely more Kiko than five flyers in one piece. Fuck. And I was <laughs> like, no, well, you weren't yeah, stuck. You, were. you weren't stuck, but like you tried to start naming he like non-winged devil fruit users. Yeah, and I was like, well, maybe he's just. I was like, every logia is a flying fruit. So what the hell are we talking about? Because I was like, well, maybe he's talking about flying zone. Yeah, I was like, maybe he's only talking. He didn't, say he didn't say Zoan. Yeah. You're right, but no. but I, I no 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 he do, he doesn't say Zoan. He <laughs> definitely doesn't talk say about anything but Zoan. Well, right, that's the point that I was trying to a, make. Are you a bird? He's like, yeah. There's only so five, five flying, flying, <laughs> five yeah, flying devil fruits. But that but was anyway, funny. Right, that was funny. Let's go back to Jujutsu. Yeah yeah yeah. And actually, real quick before. Real quick before. I did. He named the he named five, and then after five, he was like, he couldn't name them. I know, I know. I called you. Doesn't count. No, I know, I know. I get the fuck out. I called you out. I know. I called you. I called you out on the spot, and it was a funny. It was just a funny ass moment. But but before we go back into Jujutsu Kaisen, um. I want to address the chat because I see a lot of like really interesting things in the chat that I want yeah, to talk some about. Yeah, good shit in there. So like uh, Static That's of Wakanda. Funny. So I want to see how the non-big name clans in the Jujutsu Sorcerer world uh, feel and interact with the inner politics. This is a oh, really, yeah, baby. this is a really, I really, really that. 
cool definitely. thing that I that we definitely need in the series because yes. right now it's like combo and suits. Yeah, well, it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> We got it's Ichiji. A, yeah. You know, like. <laughs> right now it's Kamo, you know, Gojo, Zenin. You know what I mean? But we know that there are sub, or not, not necessarily sub, but we know that there are lesser known or lesser focused yeah. on, you know, like yeah, they're not, Jujutsu they're just not big, families. The big three families yeah, they're that not run the, big, the fucking they're not Jujutsu the big world. Right. And this is this is going into like what I've been talking about on the on the main show about how like there are so many plot threads. Like, even if all of the main villain group gets washed by the end of this chapter in some kind of way, like Obviously, Jogo, Hanami, and Dagon are out of here. So it's like Ghetto or Getu or Brain Coon, whatever you want to fucking call them, and Mahito. That's yeah. all that's left. Even mm -hmm. if they both go down in this arc, there is still a litany of different story arc plots that that we could potentially mm -hmm. see with the hanging plot threads that 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 Gege has laid down inside of the lore. You know what I mean? And yeah. this that Static of Wakanda is talking about right now is a major yes. one. You know what I mean? Like other Definitely. sorcerer families and how they feel about everything that's going on. Gojo is out of here. What does that mean for everyone else? You know what I mean? So Yeah, are they paying like union dues, you know? Like <laughs> what, what's what's going on? They gotta come and you know give a tribute to the family. Like, well, how does this all work? You know, because it's like mm -hmm. <sighs> There's so many Jujutsu sorcerers, right? Like, there's yeah. so many more than I feel like the story has really kind of showed us, right? right like, right. you you only see, you know, the school, and mm -hmm. you see Ghetto's crew, and you've seen a few, you know, different ones now, like the the son and the grandma, you know. But like, you haven't seen like a lot of different, um, you know, it, it's just not show, yeah, not faction, yeah, like factions, but also like just you just don't see that they're just like. Here's uh, a good example of like Chainsaw Man. We got freelance devil hunters, you know, that just like mm -hmm. come along and, and, and join, you know, like there's, there's, you don't see like, hey, I don't know, you know, yeah. people randomly that would be like, this is a jujutsu sorcerer or whatever. I, I wish we just had like more of a, especially since Ghetto wanted to kill all the non jujutsu well, yeah. sorcerers. Yeah. If we could have got a number like only 5% of the population or 2% sure of the population. There'll be more people that have like abandoned the schools or whatnot because it's all like, it doesn't really support that too much because as far as we know it's all like sanctioned right like mm -hmm. regular people really don't have enough jurioku to do shit yeah and, yeah. and really don't do, know what's going they, on at all because exactly they, the, the sorcerers keep everything so well hidden you know what i mean so and, mm -hmm. and the people that do they get brought into these schools and they get taught techniques or taught how to use them and they and they go out and they kill curses and shit so it's all like really sanctioned and controlled so yeah. i think the main thing will get that you know is probably more people like ghetto outlaws that have abandoned the schools and yeah. whatever the fuck their you know ideals are so yeah yeah i'm really yeah, excited like there has to been see... a lot of yeah go ahead you Nick. know i feel like there's been a lot of non-school affiliated sorcerers yeah or you know curse users yeah. or whatever yeah they, enough, they, 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 you see they the assassination coming, group inside of like the the coming, you have, they, they, they have, you, yeah, have yeah. The, you have inversion who was rolling with the diviner or the spirit medium right and yeah, her yeah. grandson you know what i mean so like they and they like, can the very get easily get come people. out of the woodwork yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I feel like i feel like since you know there's so many you know hunter parallels i feel like it's a good parallel to the hunter association you know what i mean where like there are hundreds of hunters and you only yeah. really see like you know yeah. a few dozen at any time exactly. or whatever. So yeah. there probably is that that ratio that pro that ratio might be the ratio in, in yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen, and we yeah. just haven't yeah. seen them yet. Yeah, it, it always felt easy to gauge like the hunters, how many there are roughly, just because mm -hmm. you get to have the hunter exam right away and see how many like uh, you know contestants or whatever mm -hmm. for the exam and the voting and the voting and, and, and the voting. 
yep, yeah. the voting arc. Yeah, definitely a whole fucking arena mm-hmm. full. Mm-hmm. You know, so so yeah, you definitely felt. But it's like you see Ghetto find the two girls, Mimiko and Nanako, like in this fucking random rural ass vi- village, getting beat the fuck up because they're curse users and shit. You know, like and how many of those types of people are out there? You know, like I feel like there's there's just kind of I, I think there's more than maybe. Maybe it was just me that I just felt like, man, there just isn't too many because, like, the class mm-hmm. size, right? You got right. three people in this year, four people in this year, three people in this year, and there's mm-hmm. only two schools, you know, Kyoto and, and Tokyo. So, like, I felt like, okay, if there's only, like, whatever, 25 kids in each school through one, years one through four, and that's probably being generous, that doesn't yeah. seem like that high of a number of, of, of Jujutsu sorcerers in the world. But this is just Japan, and this is just, you know, yeah. and how many, like, just... I wouldn't call them rogue, just people that are turned into, I don't know, because it's like, we never got an explanation, really, on how Mimiko and Nanako, because techniques are passed on, you know, it's it's, right. it's hereditary, usually, but I mean, I don't know, now that Yuji is uh, getting a technique based off his grandpa grandfather's curse, I mean, that <laughs> yeah. opens the door to a lot of stuff, if yeah. that's if that's true. And, you know? and, here's, so, and here's the question that you always have to ask, whenever you have a story that takes place in a specific part of the world but that has a profession that you know extends outwardly in all directions right yeah so mm-hmm. so yeah. you have this is taking place in japan tokyo and yeah. kyoto right and yeah. jujutsu sorcerers we know are all over the world you know what i mean how many characters have we seen from other parts of the world you know right, what i mean yeah. and like like this is the question that we ask in our in our my hero uh, my hero academia analysis like every week mm-hmm. it's like we know that every like t- only two percent of the fucking world doesn't have a quirk so everyone has a quirk that means that there's heroes in all four corners you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. where are the american heroes where are the brazilian heroes where are the this this that and this what does the rest of the world think about what's going on in my the hero story? vigilantes so and and you have vigilantes no, that's and all japan too uh and it, it, it takes it takes place nah, in japan still it goes but there's into american heroes it does go into American okay. heroes. Somebody told me. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it, it does go into American heroes. That you meet I, t- you meet top five heroes in there. Yeah. No, type, yeah. Type. But but the but basically what I'm talking about for Jujutsu Kaisen is that like this has been relegated entirely inside of Japan so far. And we have yes. one yes. exactly. We have like one non-Japanese sorcerer of note that means anything so far. You know what I mean? So eventually you guys start asking the question, like, is this world going to open up? anywhere outside of this bubble that we're in you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and if it does how far out are we going to go and, right. and it's not like it's not like we necessarily have to get the entire world involved mm-hmm. but like a little bit more diversity inside of like the nationalities involved would be definitely huge for a story like jujutsu kaisen that's all yeah. been like kind of like condensed mm-hmm. inside of japan so far but I do feel yeah. like uh, si- since the focus of a lot of the story and a lot of the character development or the characters generally is like the generational family type stuff, yeah, you know, yeah. that I feel like, I guess my initial thought is that there we won't branch out much beyond Japan, if at all, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's, yeah. because where we're branching out in is time, you right. know what I mean? Right. Into the past, yeah. uh, you know, Sukuna, you know, being a thousand years old, what's the, what's the guy's mm-hmm. name? Norikashi. Kamo, Noritoshi Kamo, Noritoshi Kamo, like, like we're gonna get more of those families, of those interactions when, when this, um, you know, Maharaga came out. Yeah. Then we, then we got this, like, you know, dialogue about, oh yeah, back in the day, like the, the Gojo Six Eyes and, and the, uh, you know, Zenin, you know, guy they fought. And if your lore is, yeah, yeah, and if your lore is so interesting that like you don't ever have to like 
wonder like when are we going to see other parts of the world then it's fine mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah, but yeah. like but like if you reach it if you reach a point where either you feel like it's stagnating and you're like okay i'm ready to see other parts of the world or major events are happening that you feel like have to involve other parts of the world and we're not getting that yeah. that's when it's going yeah. to feel awkward like inside of my hero yeah. academia right now you know what i mean like these yeah. are large scale villain attacks that the rest of the world has to know about like otherwise yeah, like yeah. like like you're in a modern world with cell phones and twitter and facebook and shit like yeah, everybody yeah. knows what's going on in my hero academia right now you know what i mean a, a, like a meteor hitting shibuya is gonna a be meteor hitting shibuya is a same, big deal same same thing they're right. basically in the same point of the story obviously right. different chapter lengths yeah. but like yeah. where this does kind of need to be addressed especially because it's yeah. like we only have four special grade sorcerers and all four of them are japanese it's like you know <laughs> no those are just the four special grade japanese ones <laughs> okay right sure, yeah right, yeah sure. okay yeah Fair. i mean i don't think that they ever said like there's only four of them in the world if they did that would be really it, awkward it, but I they mean, might not say four but they are in the world but they do definitely say four yeah what'd you say yeah, what'd you say yeah, yeah. eagle i was just saying like if you know who knows if the story is entirely contained within japan that's you know it is what Gege it is. Gege can pull it off. Gege's oh, got yeah, so yeah. much I fucking crazy fine. shit going on to where I. You can also yeah. write in that because of Japan's like oh superstitions, what, yeah, yeah, superstitions, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, All and this their yeah. Shintoism yes. and stuff like they believe it's, in like these spirits more and so. Yeah. They originated here yeah. and it's just now kind of maybe escaping the island of Japan. You know, yeah. sure. like that. Yeah. that that's, that's a great cool. point. That is a really yeah. good point, dude. That that could be written in there well. So I yeah. I'd be fine with that. But like my hero, it's just so different because it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. All for one and one for all. You know, both in Japan they and eighty percent of the world's population is born with quirks. At yeah, eighty percent. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Right. So, I said two so, percent yeah, doesn't have quirks. Like, don't quote me on that. That's awesome. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Hyperbole. That's, that's but that's, yeah, that's yeah. Hyperbole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you yeah. know what I meant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Um, I want to continue this conversation, but real quick, we are going to take a brief intermission. Um, yeah. maybe like two to five minutes of a brief intermission, and then yeah. we'll be back and we will continue the conversation. So just just give us just give us a little moment here. We'll be right back for you guys. But th- th- hey, this conversation has been great so far. Thank you guys so much for pulling up and interacting in the chat. Can't wait to get back to it, but we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the Project Manga Patreon, the best way for viewers to support the project and allow us a means to keep providing new and quality content to our subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash projectmanga and find out more about the perks we have available to patrons, including early access to all of our content and exclusive videos like behind-the-scenes footage and additional manga reviews. That's patreon.com slash projectmanga. Okay, welcome back. Jujutsu Kaisen appreciation. All right. Thank you guys for um, pulling up to the conversation tonight. Thank you guys for interacting. I definitely want to address the chat before we go into more of our yeah, thoughts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's so much good shit in the really chat right now. interesting things that yeah. you guys have been saying, but we've been kind of getting in our bag kind of heavy. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely want to make sure that we include you guys here real quick because uh, Eagle was talking about it during the intermission. I'm going to go ahead and mod him real quick because I haven't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> so let me but, go uh, ahead. Silver's on Twitch brought up an interesting point in chat where like yeah. there's a huge hole in the defense system of this uh, of these schools of sorcerers and shit where like they don't have really a lot of contingency plans for, for catastrophic shit happening because they relied so much on Gojo. 
you know yeah, yeah. that yeah. was the contingency yeah that plan. yeah that was yeah. <laughs> they they well i mean like well pff, dude they're just like oh gojo's got it yeah well mm-hmm. first and foremost uh shout outs to hyro fans thanks for the follow bro thank appreciate you, follow. you. Uh, thank you thank you appreciate the shit out of that but as far as like the gojo point goes it's like when you have a character that has a literal barrier of infinite space between him and his enemy how could you possibly think that anything could go wrong with that character and it's kind of like the superman situation but like done in like reverse right because like superman shows up and you see that he's the the coldest bloodest thing since sliced bread and you have you know the world going well what if he goes evil but like and they and they're like what are we going to do about that if this dude's really not on our side but then you have a character like gojo who represents that kind of like same thing as like a opposition deterrent inside of his world and everyone yeah. just throws all of their faith in him you know what i mean they're like fuck it this motherfucker yeah. is invincible he's a Ain't god it. we don't need anything else <laughs> you know what i mean it's just gojo fuck it and then all of a sudden they hit him with that cube like and they're yeah. like well, and, it's so and then all the everyone else the- in the world is like go <laughs> like yeah. he's out of yeah. here yeah time to start wilding it's yeah. like summer in, in, in cold weather states soon as the warm weather hits yeah, yeah. it's like we're we're fucking getting arrested now baby let's go <laughs> but but uh no gojo being uh a deterrent like we're saying basically from yeah. every from from corruption in the mm-hmm, government mm-hmm. too or the government of the system because gojo will like, pull up to the board meetings like red <laughs> yeah. blue purple don't forget <laughs> yeah. uh, all right continue your continue your conversation board, but red blue yeah. purple just don't forget but i'm, but I'm here <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. nobody <laughs> wants a purple fucking just erase <laughs> i'm just gonna erase your ass yeah like, yeah shit, <laughs> shit, nobody like wants the blue man he'll yeah yeah, yeah. you got a shitty yeah, you got a yeah. shitty teacher in school gojo's at the pta meeting too like what's cracking let's talk about this <laughs> you know what i'm saying no, like <laughs> that's that's just such like very unique to this story i feel yeah, like where yeah. he's literally the everything like it, yeah. where it's like superman don't get involved in like fucking uh <laughs> you know politics he ain't running for mayor you know we're fucking gojo he's involved in politics gojo. but he's definitely not running for mayor president i mean right. maybe it, maybe is, in some story but you gojo is the jujutsu governor of japan like <laughs> yeah. the prime minister of jujutsu japan like he's yeah. gonna make sure you know even though he doesn't actually make the decisions he's yeah. just the yeah. whatever you know i'm gonna kill people making bad decisions though for sure so yeah. so don't so in terms of gojo right and like we get this gojo flashback or whatever and love it you know obviously it's an incredible arc or whatever yeah. don't tell me we wouldn't be so thrilled to have a sakuna flashback you know oh, all, yeah. these, all these old family flashbacks like you could do a flashback of any of these old characters back to back to back, to back and i wouldn't even care get yuji like, the yes, fuck no, out of here and give me all of this i don't even give yes. a fuck about one piece flashback like yo yeah yeah, yeah, yeah exactly well, i'm glad you mentioned that because somebody in our oh let's see who was it let me scroll uh kaneki young said what if there's a secret clan that they have to face in the in in the future you know here a future arc, like oh my I god mean, like a resistance of some kind that's like stayed under the radar the entire time and doesn't want to be known yakuza clan was wiped out oh saying, yeah, God, exactly. but not yeah. wiped out you know what i mean yes yeah yeah yes. yeah for sure like that's that's man that yeah. fits so perfectly and that's definitely where we can go you know after shibuya like yeah. i would be fine to to have you know somebody it's it's a different antagonist group yeah. for a little while and have two fucking like totally separate antagonist groups with different fucking motivations for you know because 
I mean, I, I fully expect Gojo to get out of this shit, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's I, what we expect, this, but it doesn't need know, to happen that way. Yeah, and that's what's cool about the situation, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Is that like it could go either way, and we know mm-hmm. the storytelling is still going to be equally as compelling with him or without him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, and yeah. and like while we're on like the, the the subject, like dude, there's so many potential future plot points that can be hit on just with mm-hmm. like the relatively vague like information on the lore that Gege has given us. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm thinking about all kinds of future plot points. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about like, what if we get like a history of cursed items arc? You know what I'm saying? Like that would be cold blooded. And I've been talking actually for a while. I don't know how often I've talked about it with you guys, but I've definitely Mm -hmm. mentioned on the timeline and in certain group chats that I think it would be really fucking cool because I don't think that they specifically said that it is not this way, but cursed items in general, we know are imbued with Juryoku, and then they mm-hmm. get these effects. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Yu-Un or Playful Cloud or Roaming Cloud, depending on what translation you have, works the way that it does. We have the inverted Spear of Heaven inside of Toji that he used to get through the Limitless inside of the hidden uh, inventory flashback, and that's how he reached Gojo in the first place. Yeah. But, like, I have an idea, and I don't know if this has been confirmed in the series, but, like, I feel like all of these cursed items, the effects that they have are Jutsu Shiki that people have themselves in the world so we could see a sorcerer whose jutsu shiki curse technique is the inverted spear of heaven hmm. you know what i mean and that would be okay. drastic yeah the, str- yeah the stream too uh, oh the stream the, the did the, did stream, the stream well. cut out um we the... could see <laughs> <laughs> did the stream cut out oh shit yeah is it over? A I little bit. Like, it's yeah, back though. It's I back think though. It's, I think. It, I think it's back. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're it's, good. It's we're okay. Did it ever? Did it mine, ever cut out? Completely shut out. Yeah. It completely shut out. Did it no, ever cut out for the viewer? Has it no, always been I, good? It's good okay. for me. Okay. okay. But basically, right. I mean, I'll repeat it. I'll repeat it. Thank, so thanks, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Chats were good. Chats were good. Thank you. For you guys, right? So for 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 the panel here. So basically, what I was saying is that, like, curse techniques. Not, I don't know if we've gotten this information specifically in the story that curse techniques are what give these cursed items or tools their effects, but we know at very at the very least that Juryoku is imbued into these items, and then they get a specific effect, like the inverted yeah. spear of heaven, like playful cloud. And I have yeah. an idea that I don't know if has been confirmed or denied in the lore, but I think it would be so cool if we found out that actual sorcerers held these techniques that are the equivalent of the effects that these items have. So there could be a character that has the inverted spear of heaven as a curse technique. You know what I mean? An ability that just negs any jutsu shiki that it runs into. That would be a ridiculous story arc to see just how these curse tools are made. And that is probably one of the most things that I'm most excited for to see if we ever- Well, I like what a lot what you're saying here because just thinking in this new chapter where I'm, you know, really thinking that yuji's grandfather cursed him with his last words and mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and and this is where his technique Dude, that came was from. amazing I, bro when i tell you that blew my fucking top off bro i was like bro that explains so much that i feel like it has to be that way you know what i yeah. mean yeah especially because i mean you know people i'm sure are familiar that i've said uh, multiple times that i believe yuji and his family like were from a clan his parents were killed you know the last of the you know, uh, shamans, whatever, sorcerers in his family. And the grandfather probably had a, a curse technique and was just like, nope, we're done. We're not doing this shit anymore. We're, we're getting out of the jujitsu world. Yuji's going to be the first to not have it. Like, that was my prior theory, but now it's just, it feels like his grandfather just cursed him, you know, with with, yeah. with his words. Yeah. And, like, is that how, like, that would make sense that 
you because if a curse can turn into a curse technique it's almost similar to like yuta and rika even though yuta's mm-hmm. curse technique is because he's from like a relative of gojo's he's, he's like a distant relative of gojo or whatever but right. he still is using you know rika as a like a technique right yeah. like um even though he couldn't really control it because so, basically the way it works inside of rika and yuta is that they were in love with each other they didn't yeah. see that love through rika died yeah. abruptly before they were able mm-hmm. to like really culminate that love and it turned yeah. her into a cursed spirit because that she wasn't vengeful, able high a vengeful spirit a, a high-ranking yeah. vengeful spirit because yeah. she she had so much regret in her heart when mm-hmm. she died that she couldn't yeah. rest peacefully so instead yeah. when you can't move on to the next zone you yep. turn into a curse that lingers in the previous one. And she yeah. obviously is going to attach herself to Yuta, and Yuta regrets the the situation the same way that Rika does, but he also has the regret that he feels that Rika feels the regret that she does. So it's like a cyclical, yeah. you know, like yep. uh Juryoku mm-hmm. like pool of like infinite potential yeah. because right, of right. that, because of that curse. Now, like Yuji and his grandfather makes all the sense in the world. When Yuji's grandfather yeah. died, he said, make sure you die in a in a in a in an honorable way and make sure you have people that you love surrounding mm-hmm. you. Now all mm-hmm. of a sudden we have non-existent memory or what Schnudi calls his technique brotherly love, which yeah. I love by the way. That's awesome. That's I awesome. love that by the That's, way. Yeah, yeah. But 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 either way, like that makes so much sense for the last words his grandfather gave him. So if he did curse him with those last words, it makes sense that that is what his technique is. And that explains why Gojo with his six eyes couldn't see an innate, an innate, you know, curse technique inside yeah, of Yuji because it's definitely. supposed to manifest around five to eight years old. So like, mm-hmm. because Gojo also, couldn't see something like that in Yuji, naturally yeah. he would say, you don't have anything, but right. he was cursed. So also, yeah, the, the first time Gojo met Yuji, he had already eaten the finger. Yes. Yeah. So yes. that clearly would be shining through when when Gojo looks at him, he would be yeah. seeing, oh, yeah, you fucking have Sakuna's finger in your yeah. stomach or whatever, you know, yeah. like you're yeah. you got it all in you. Yeah. He, maybe he would overlook the fact that there is this deep down innate curse. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That yeah. He, why would he why would he didn't Sakuna, think about that? Well, yes. Sakuna's finger could totally like you know um block out it's like jamming like yeah, jamming. jamming yeah like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and just um, the fact that like the non-existent memory scenes that we've gotten have been inside of toto and choso where they mm-hmm. imagine themselves around people that they love totally coincides yes. yeah. with what grant yuji's yeah. grandfather's last yeah. words were and yeah. that is it has to be that yeah. situation that kiko was talking about on the so here's a, here's a question here's a question yeah. yeah do do we know yuji's grandfather's name no, I don't think because so. obviously, like, if someone was named Zenny, and you'd be like, "Oh, interesting. Maybe this guy's a Zenny clan, whatever, right?" Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, a grandfather, sure. a grandfather. There's like two generations to change names. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So yeah. like, like he he could be of some sort of family that we don't know about. He could be in one yeah. of these, you know, this these clans that was wiped out, quote unquote. There's so many options for his grandfather being a huge player in the world, but yeah. that just we we don't know yet because we don't know his name. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, no, uh, I mean, real quick, just to be... address Static of Bukandi, said, what is the third clan name? It's Kamo, Zenin, and Gojo. So Kamo yeah. is the blood technique inheritors. That's where you see Noritoshi yeah. inside like of the... Yeah, Choso, yeah. Noritoshi, the Kamo, the young, the yeah. young Noritoshi Kamo inside of uh, the Tokyo school. And then you have Choso. They all use like the convergence, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. blood manipulation technique and whatnot. And then you have yeah. the Zenins, obviously, with the 10 shadow users. And then you have Gojo, mm-hmm. which is just... 
Gojo the by eyes himself. Or but another yeah, really yeah. fucking cool thing would be if we got other Gojo clan members later on in the series. And I would yeah, love like a female Gojo to be the, the next Gojo that we see. She just comes in totally badass, maybe has the six eyes, maybe not, but definitely has limitless. I don't know how it really works with the Gojo stuff as well as like the Zenin and the combo, yeah, but like so hard. Yeah, it's so hard to know, but like Gojo abilities, like because yeah. Limitless, she could have it, but if she doesn't, if she can't use, it's just uh, not passive. You know, reverse... It's just only well, active. Yeah. yeah, yeah, only active, yeah. and she's yeah. that'd be really good if like that was her only ability, and she was really physical too, and, and yeah. like she could just use that, you know, in spurts that turn it on you know, on obviously... defense and turn it off on offense, back and forth, yeah. like he did with fucking oh. he was fighting Jogo and Hanami in the subway. Yeah, but that's just yeah. how she fights normally and she just doesn't yeah. rely on limitless at all times that would yeah, be that would so be tight, drastic bro tight. oh but yeah i gotta go God. back i gotta yeah, go back go back, go back so rika again yeah even though you explained it beautifully yuta harnesses rika into the katana right yeah yeah i think so 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 yeah think about that you're harnessing a curse into a, an, an inanimate object yeah and it used to be their ring it used to be their ring that they used to have uh, um, their their whatever. Uh, it's supposed to. It, it really reminded me of um, like Magi, like a metal vessel. Like you yeah. have to have this catalyst or something to to utilize a cursed spirit. So like uh, like a vengeful spirit. One I I guess a, that that's so hard because it's like vengeful spirit. It's like Reek is the only example we have of it. But yeah, uh, that that you that. There's no there's no curse that just rolls with a human and works together with them in right. this way. You right. know, a right. ghetto it wasn't it wasn't like ghetto situation. Ghetto yeah. was collecting curses and using them as he sees fit. So but you you harness a curse into a cursed tool or a and any tool and now yeah. it becomes a cursed tool, like especially if maybe the maybe the, the user dies, well, you know, the, the curse is in the tool or something sure, like that. Sure. You know, like there there definitely could be, you know, um I just think there's so much more that needs to be explored with Utah. Obviously, the character, the whole character, what needs to come back. But like, not mm -hmm. not just what he what he was doing with with that the whole situation. And and our, we are definitely going to see vengeful spirits, you know, in the future, like Rika. But Rika mm -hmm. was known as the Queen of Curses. So are they going to ever be as strong as Rika? It's, it's hard to say, especially yeah. when you only have, you know the uh the the flash or the uh the prequel to go off of. right yeah but but in, ter but, but in terms of the, the queen of curses like couldn't that meet be like more metaphorical like you know she's just mm -hmm. really powerful mm -hmm. because like mm -hmm. like they said at the time you know they didn't know anything about her they, they didn't understand fully what was going on ghetto calls her that and that's important yeah. because right. ghetto knows curses right like yeah. obviously yeah. He, he's like yeah, the yeah. leading curse like specialist right. yeah on yeah. the human so, side like, rather he's the one deeming yeah. her that so like that's that's pretty powerful, I think. But, I could, but uh, no, it's too powerful. Sure. But it could be just like that's the queen. That's a queen, a queen of curses. You know what I mean? Yeah, like just sure. a huge, a huge, high level curse. Kind definitely, of thing. definitely, it could be yeah. used in a more generalized term for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and I, I just want to see a vengeful spirit, and I want to see how this curse situation pans out. If it's if it's true, because like, did Utah curse? I know, like, both of their feelings are involved to make this vengeful spirit, but, like, did Yuta say something to Rika that, like, tipped, you know, was the straw that broke the camel's back, whatever, tipped the scale yeah. in, into, into their situation, whatever, the, the despair they're feeling, because it's all, you know, based on their negative energy, like you said, that, that works in a, works in a, like, a ever spinning cycle of, I feel bad for you, you feel bad for me, I feel bad that you feel bad for me, <laughs> you kind of thing, you know, so, <laughs> I mean, I know it's oversimplifying it, but, yeah, uh, yeah, but, but, yeah, 
Like, it's like a hamster that runs on a wheel that powers a fucking like light bulb, but the hamster never gets tired. So like, could Nanami like, have basically could Nanami have become a vengeful cursed spirit for Yuji if you know he cursed? Oh I, I, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah! Whoa, it, it, whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Wait, say, I don't say that wanna, again. Say that again. Could Nanami in this oh, sure. last chapter oh, have yeah, yeah, become yeah. a vengeful cursed spirit for Yuji? The similar to bro. Like, imagine and, Yuji with Divergent Fist and Kokusen yeah, Black Flash, no. and then the fucking Gen ratio fucking technique. No, 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 no. That would be so ridiculous, well, and, bro. And the bond between be Rika and Yuta is is going to be stronger than yeah. Nanami and, and Yuji. But it's so hard to say because like Yuji's a Shonen MC, so like his bond with everybody else is like it just trumps everybody because that's just how Shonen MCs usually. Work. Work. not yeah. all of course but it, it, right. you know that is like the one thing that that gege you know one of the tropes that he kept in his shonen manga is to keep you know obviously cares more about everybody you know and maybe there could be you, you could write that in there and it would be fine but yeah i mean i still think like two people that loved each other yuta yeah. and rika make make a lot of sense obviously that makes right. easy clear sense where you, you'd have to i don't know write it out a little bit to, yeah. to make it work i think with, yeah. with nanami and and, and yuji but still the concept it, i don't think that could have mm -hmm. ever happened or would have ever happened right obviously yeah. it didn't yeah. right but the concept of that you know if i curse him with what i say yeah. and then then i feel regret because i cursed him as i died do i become right. a vengeful spirit on, because i just fucked my student up basically right the, right you know yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I think because of that internal, or you could say internal monologue, or with uh, you know the the dude he was saying hi bar or whatever, you know he was looking yeah. at hi bar yeah, and high talking bar, to whoever. Yeah. Like certainly that dialogue implies that yes, like it, what he was saying, he was picking it very uh, intently, specifically. He was trying to find the words to say to Yuji as he was dying. To I mean, you could say to not curse him, but you could yeah. also say like to bless ensure, him bless him right like, so he, he, he his last words were positive reinforcement yeah so we could yeah. see positive energy coming into fucking yuji well, right now he, even even besides <laughs> that like you could just say like what, what did he say like you got this now yeah you know what i mean i'll leave, the, I'll like leave that, it right? to you yeah, yeah, yeah. i'll leave i'll leave it to not like that that I could just boost his that could just boost yeah. his base level you know what i mean just just flat out like you're yeah. just stronger now you, you yeah. got this now yeah so like one thing that i want to like go into the chat for here because they are bringing up something like really interesting right now is like other kinds of curses that we can see later on in the series yeah. because it is very reminiscent of chainsaw man in regard to mm -hmm. like how curses and devils are born from you know cumulative uh, feel uh cumulative uh, cumulative <laughs> fear <laughs> or you know or feelings towards yeah, yeah. a certain concept yeah. right so like we have you know curses that have manifested in certain ways, like the forest curse, the the volcano curse, the mm -hmm. the, the the disease cursed, and what and, and whatnot. So, like, what other like future devils could we see? And obviously, we can like reference back to Chainsaw Man and see <laughs> future like future devils. Really, yeah, yeah. See, you know, like the the, the famous ones from Chainsaw Man, like the Gun Devil, mm -hmm. the Hell Devil, the you know whatever Darkness Devil, the Darkness yeah, Devil, sure. and things mm -hmm. like that. But I mean, like, I feel like Gege is not going to give us the same exact curses that we see as devils in chainsaw yeah. man so it would be really cool um someone brought up the death devil inside of the chat we haven't had a death devil inside of chainsaw man so we could definitely mm -hmm. see a new major antagonist forming in the the form of like the death curse you know what i mean so that would be like a cool replacement for mahito if mahito goes down now or relatively soon um i feel like a lot of them can be explored you know what i'm saying like pick your mm -hmm. fear you know what i mean and that would be man 
Like, like imagine, imagine how strong the smallpox curse was mm -hmm. when smallpox is basically out of here. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it's it's under control worldwide. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and but the lingering fear of learning about smallpox in school, yeah, and like old people, you know, like you know, grandparents or whatever, knowing yeah. about smallpox, that's enough to make a really strong special grade curse. Yeah, something of a more <laughs> modern like. Imagine the coronavirus curse. <laughs> That's, yeah, that's, it's, it's possible. <laughs> Things like that is possible, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Cyberbullying curse. Yeah. You know, so, something. Ooh, that, apocalypse. That apocalypse. That week. Apocalypse from uh, Marnie, the, rag, bullying, the Ragnarok any, curse that, would I think be crazy. is a strong thing. Bullying? Bullying. The bullying, bullying curse? You don't, think, you, don't, you don't think, I'm not saying, I, I don't saying, think most people are afraid of online bullying. <laughs> not online, but I'm saying bullying in general. I, I said, oh, oh, but, yeah. oh and, and, yeah. and in Japan, that is a higher fear. I'm sure yeah. bully, bullying generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I feel like any, any, and I don't know, maybe that's just all part of Mahito, right? Maybe that bullying, mm -hmm. ma Mahito yeah, yeah, is the yeah, bully curse. Yeah, right. You know? yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> Anything yeah. that happens because Human of action. humans yeah. is, yeah. In, yeah, is yeah, embodied yeah, inside yeah, yeah. of Mahito. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I like that. Bro, the God curse. Holy shit. Kaneki <laughs> Young. They're... So, imagine the God curse. Yeah. I, I know. It's like. It, it's <laughs> Hold on. Apex Comics. Though. Apex Comics said, I'm afraid of my baby mama. X requesting <laughs> two million child support a month. <laughs> God. Yeah, like, yeah. The ruthless sure, child yeah, support sure. curse. It just comes up and like extracts money out of your wallet, like just like. Yeah, it doesn't even wallet. fight you. You just lose yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fucking pot clean. Just following. You're your refreshing your fucking your like TCF bank account app. Like no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, Marnie, the devil wow. curse. Get out of here. Oh my god, the devil curse. <laughs> Get out of here. The curse, curse. You the know? curse, curse. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's um, the thing, though. A lot of these, a lot of these crazy curses, though. Yeah. It feels yeah. like from from what we've named off, like some crazy. Like, so I was trying to like think of one that like regular Jujutsu sorcerers can fight because like Gojo is like the only one that seems like he'd be able to fight a death curse, right? Like, yeah. mm -hmm. who 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 are they gonna get to fight? I mean, I guess there's that other. There's still another special grade sorcerer. The the girl I forget her name who was in the flashback. Um, Yuki. The Yuki, yep, that yeah. is right. She's the all white haired one. Yeah, I, I assume being her name. I, is Yuki, I, I you know, feel uh, like she has a similar uh, curse technique as Ghetto because when we see her in the flashback and she shows up with like the mesh like top and she like mm -hmm. asks like I think get or no maybe it's not in the flashback i can't remember when she shows up but she has like the goggles on she's got a completely different outfit on than the last time we saw her when she was talking to ghetto in premature death yeah but she like pulls yeah. up and she has like a fucking like i don't even know what's around her it's some kind of curse that looks like the indoor fish from hunter hunter but like yeah. but like it's like it's like you know kind of like flying around her or floating around her and it's got something sticking out of its mouth that looks like you could pull it out and it looks like it would be like garden shears or some shit mm -hmm. so i feel like she has a similar curse as like the curse that Ghetto uses or that Toji used to store items inside of. So she could be a curse manipulator type like Ghetto, in which case yeah. it would make a lot of sense that she would be special grade, but. Yeah, it's just, it didn't feel weird to have two of those, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, her name's Yuki, I mean, Snow, right? You know, you could, yeah. uh, you know, I just feel like it would be a light colored curse or yeah. something that's, that's <laughs> you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, not not so dark as right. you know. I'm just gonna fucking throw out big intestine monsters. And shit. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, we are um, kind of like trying to probably trying to wind down now. We are getting close to that yeah. hour and a half mark. 
So yes. um, as far as like final thoughts go on like a Jujutsu Kaisen, we have been like kind of like getting like heavily into like future theory, theory. Yeah, inside theory, of like yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen, which is totally fine. I mean, that's why mm-hmm, we have mm-hmm. the show yeah. so we can talk about current jump, fun as hell, you know, like yeah. stuff and whatnot, which is totally fine. We've had amazing interaction from the chat. But as far as like final thoughts as to like why Jujutsu Kaisen is so, goaded in our minds, is there anything else that you so, guys want to like leave off on the conversation stakes. with? Some else I really yeah, love go about ahead. it is yeah. uh, character design. Right? Yes. And I know oh, we've yeah. talked about we've talked about before as far as clothing goes when it comes to sorcerers, a lot yeah. of them it, a lot of it's like really minimalist, but yeah. in a way it's really tight where it's kind of like a school uniform slash delinquent martial artist kind of feel. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then you got the you got the really eccentric character designs as well with like puppets and shit and like Mechamaru, like you yeah. obviously got Panda yeah. and the the principal's puppets and shit. Yeah. Mechamaru is a really dope design and then when it comes to the curses obviously the character designs there yeah are just fucking yeah character I mean, designs are Hanami. undeniably incredible inside of the curses like mm-hmm. there's definitely Dang no on. complaints that anyone can yeah. have there exactly but when inside of the human character designs like when you're a part of the school you all have like the same school uniform but you trick it out in your personal way i think that that's mm-hmm. really fucking cool yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. you yeah. know what i'm saying inside of jujutsu kaisen i can't think of any oh, other yeah. like you know school outfit stories that have really done it to that degree so mm-hmm. that's really no. fucking cool. Um, but just so like Yusuke wearing green when he's supposed to wear blue. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. But I think I think a lot of it comes down to how well Gege like differentiate or uh, d- has diversity in like facial designs and hair designs. You know, because mm. they're all wearing those uniforms, and and even mm-hmm. though there's diversity in the uniform styles. I feel like they still have it in the back of their head. Like, okay, even though I'm like giving everybody a different look inside of their uniform, I should still probably make all of these people look drastically different in the face. Make mm-hmm. sure that I pay mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of, you know, attention to what their hairstyles are so that we don't have a character that looks like another character even remotely in the right. face and hair, which I think mm-hmm. is an amazing attention to detail and, and, and forethought in your series. And only so many characters are like the school kids, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like most yeah. characters are not school kids and they all have vastly different outfits, yeah. which I'm a huge huge fan of like i i'm really don't like it when like oh here's a black clover arc where everyone's wearing the exact same outfit because yeah. because because some sort of plot thing like yeah it's the uniform it's like yeah. whoa great it's also easy or for we're going draw. to the beach and, yeah, and all yeah, the girls yeah, have yeah. bikinis and all the, the guys have trunks so it's <laughs> yeah like, yeah it's like but, oh that's that's great <laughs> yeah even inside of a character like sakuna where it's two characters inhabiting the same body mm-hmm. sakuna looks drastically different in yuji's body than yuji does and it's and when you have yeah. a situation like that you might see that it's just like okay you have a demon living inside of your body but like you're still the same person but like mm-hmm. when that when that demon takes over your hair might go up or your eyes might yeah. get lower instead of wider right. yeah. but right. like sakuda it's like you got face tats you got eyeballs right. on your face you right. have a completely different hairstyle like the shoot back look instead of like you know the outward you know what i'm saying like it, there's so many things that are paid attention to inside of like how different yuji has to look like as sakuna versus mm-hmm. yuji that it's just like gege has to have like a how do you do your story perfectly checklist compared <laughs> well, to like the history of shonen storytelling yeah, yeah, right? and just going down the list like okay i did all of these things here this way it there's no like way yeah it yeah. definitely yeah, yeah. does feel like it. one sometimes. more thing about what you said about um sakuna and yuji looking yeah. it's like gege with yeah. his style is yeah. not you know it's not like the cleanest ever you it's know not we the talk most about detail that, how, you know but yeah the the face it's it's not it's not uh horikoshi level of like facial um you know whatever just emotions everything that you get but yeah. you can really see just 
even if there was no face tats and the hair yeah. wasn't changed, yeah. you could still tell Sakuna different from Yuji by all yeah. of the mannerisms. It's yes. like his Yuji always looks his, bright eyed, yeah. bushy tailed. Whoa, what's going on in the world? His eyes yeah. are always wide open. Yeah. Like, whoa, yeah. that's cool. I'm learning something. Yeah. I'm getting new information. He's always like, this is so cool. You know, like he looks like he's yeah. fucking tripping on something like all the time. But Sakuna <laughs> got low lid stoic expressions confident mm -hmm. regal you just feel so many different kinds of person in his in his expressions compared mm -hmm. to yeah. you it's it's like night and day even though yeah. they share yeah. the exact same body and you can still see the resemblance you can still mm -hmm. tell this is an entirely different person you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah 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 yeah, uh, I think just one more little thing. It's not little, it's huge, but we can go very quickly with it is yeah. just stakes, right? Like, yes. we yeah. don't know who's living, who's going to live and who's going to die. Yes. We have, yep. it, it who's makes already the story. Dead. Who's already yeah. dead. We don't know dead. who's yeah. already dead. We just talked about, is Maki dead? Is yeah. Nabito yeah. dead? And obviously yeah. we talked about it when Jogo blasted him to begin with. Yeah. But right. it's like now after, you know, with fucking what Sakuna just did, you know, yeah. is Inamaki dead? Like, there's like a lot of these characters that we just have no idea idea and it's it's so unpredictable that yep. you're just we can sit here and, and theorize all night and hey maybe we'll get lucky but it's yeah. it's just right. it, it there's no way that it, all these characters like there's there's four or five characters that could yeah. possibly de be dead right now and, yeah. and could you could you guess which ones survived and which ones didn't no, and you why? Can't. You if can't. you if you can, you're you, I don't know. Go get a job as a tarot card reader. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> so like here's here's like my input on stakes, right? Because I argue about stakes a lot on Twitter, mm -hmm. and I have a very like strong opinion of how stakes should be handled <laughs> inside of shonen storytelling. Just because I feel like from a storytelling standpoint, so shonen has been like historically historically campy. You know what I mean? Inside of mm -hmm. inside of you know. The history of the genre so if you want to kind of like flip the script on that and, and there are you know shonen stories you know from before this new era of shonen storytelling that got stakes right don't get me wrong but like the, the big questions you have to ask are you know are the threats that you're imposing on your story actually a big deal and not mm -hmm. just because of what they threaten not just because of the potential of what they can do any old fucking character or a villain or antagonist can come in and say, I want to take over the world. I want to kill all of humanity. But are you ever like, do you ever think that they could actually get away with that? You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And even if they don't, which it's very highly likely that they won't, how much damage are they going to do along the way? Does anyone important die? And it's not just death. You don't have to kill characters to have stakes in your story, but like you can significantly injure a character, whether physically or psychologically in a way to where they're completely different after the event or they're mm -hmm. taken out of the story for significant amounts of time. Uh, how much damage do you do to society? How much attention do you capture from the world around the story? Like, is is the is are they talking about it on the news? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you do, are do you ever reference this crazy significant event where this threat, societal infrastructure so, so, yeah, exactly like, like that's like, huge like, to me? Like, like that's like, massive. Definitely. And inside, yeah. even inside of like a personalized bubble of stakes inside of a story, when you have a character that has a very relatively one-dimensional fighting style like Lu like yuji i just punch you to death you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like like we know how he's going to win all of his fights on paper mm -hmm. but does the way that gege writes those conflicts ever make us think okay maybe it's not going to end that way or this character can't be beaten by just punching so how is yuji going to do it does it happen in a believable way when it does is it something different than how he's won his fights historically leading up until that point. There are so many things that can like make you question and like wonder how is this fight going to go? If I don't know how the fight is going to end, 
you are writing stakes correctly. If and, you could have told me how Choso and Yuji would have happened before it would happen, like it, to, yes. to how it spills all the way into a bathroom, we got water exploding everywhere. We're yes. kicking through doors using like fucking water and fucking doors is like shield. Like yes. there was like so many like it's Yuji's fighting will I guarantee will always be interesting, and yes. even if it is just all straight taijutsu the whole time, no matter yeah, what. Like exactly. and and obviously there's there's technique with it too, but yeah, yes, I I one hundred percent agree. It's especially like with this good of choreography that's the thing it's like you can (laughs) write you can have taijutsu battles you know where sure you know there's techniques being involved but even choso is highly you know uh physical taijutsu fighter even though he has the broken version of kamo fucking technique because he doesn't fucking suffer from blood loss and can just use blood as he wishes you know as long as you don't rely on like ultimate technique versus enemy's ultimate te- technique yeah. to decide the battle at the end of every fight, which yeah. is very easy to do in Shonen storytelling. If you have a lot of other things going on in your story besides that, then you can kind of get away with it because that's kind of how it happens in One Piece. But we know that One Piece has so many moving parts that it's like kind of fine. But like if you have a like a battle martial arts style manga, you can't have every fight no matter how good your choreography is, come down to, all right, well, this is my last move. All right, well, if you're using mm-hmm. your last move, then this is my last move. Guess who's going to win? Yeah. The fucking protagonist. 99% mm-hmm, yeah. of the time. That takes yeah. stakes away from that entire yeah. situation. You have to switch it up. You have to think of new ways to make your character win so that people are surprised when it happens. Or you have to introduce stakes that make the reader question, how is the main character going to win the entire time until they do? That I, is my just like my final word on stakes there, but yeah, for sure, definitely. So uh, Nick and Knox, y'all yeah. are y'all are the last two. Last you got two anything for what? else? You got anything else? If you have oh, any last oh, words, that's yeah. right. Nick, I, have, Nick. I, have, I have one more quick one. Yeah, Nick, go ahead. One. Go ahead. The comedy is actually you know pretty prevalent, especially yeah. in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Especially the scene. I I was just reading this today, right? Like the scene where like <laughs> Yuji's dead. Yeah. And it's about the you know it's a Kyoto exchange arc yeah, about to happen. Yeah. yeah. And Gojo's like, and for the for the for the Kyoto kids, you know, you get yeah. some you know voodoo dolls or whatever you yeah. enjoy. And yeah. for the Tokyo kids, it's Yuji. Yeah. He's like, hey. <laughs> and no one thinks it's funny, but Yuji and no fucking way. Gojo are cracking up. I love right, that. And inside pissed. of the comedy, dude, another fucking super funny moment for me. There's a couple of them that I like to highlight. One is Gojo's like real world references. Like he's talking about yeah. fucking like Digimon and shit in class with fucking Ghetto while talking to the principal. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't even remember what it was, but he like mentioned like Metal War Greymon like at one point yeah. inside of the yeah, fucking yeah, like yeah. exchange. I was like, oh shit. I love Metal War Greymon, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Gojo, you're Get fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, like shit like that. And then there's also the scene where it's like in between the origin of obedience and like the arc before, like right before they go into origin of obedience. And uh, that girl who was like overweight back in the day, but like got like cuter later, mm-hmm. had a crush on Yuji and Yuji liked her the whole time, no matter what she looked like. And like mm-hmm. before Yuji comes, like, Nobara and Megumi are sitting down talking with her and she's like, I have a crush on Yuji or whatever. And Nobara is like, so it's like that. <laughs> and everyone at the fucking table is like, it's like that. And she's like, the girl's like, it's like that. And 
and then they're like, Matt, hold on one second, and they go like text you, do you like, you know what I'm saying? And then like you see the text message conversation, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. it's dude, like like that shit was so fucking funny to me, bro. I was like, oh my yeah. god, Gege has to just be yeah. a funny ass person in real life. Like this isn't like yeah. injected humor where you're like, okay, I should have a funny scene here because we haven't had one in a while. Like, no, mm-hmm. you're just a funny ass motherfucker, bro. Like like in mm-hmm. real life, like this is comedy that feels so believable and so real and so relatable. Like this is like probably happened to you in your actual life at some point in time, and you're just. Yeah taking those real life moments and putting them in your manga. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, Shoko, you know, told us how to use reverse uh, healing cut technique. You know, how'd she do it? <laughs> yeah, the flashback. <laughs> no, it's just swoosh and yeah, He's just yeah. swooshing. He's like, he's like and swooshing. Yeah, like, like what no. are you, an idiot? You don't get it? You just swoosh and flish. Are you dumb? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Gosho's thinking back on it like, this fucking, this is, this is the worst experience. Like, yeah. how am I supposed to figure this shit out off yeah. this? Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my oh, god. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The last thing that I'll probably talk about, um, just because I didn't get, really get a chance to back when you were bringing up um, consistency in the storytelling, continuity mm-hmm. is something that mm-hmm. is so important to me inside mm-hmm. of Shonen storytelling because it is so easy to deviate away from what made your story great because mm-hmm. you want to, you know, make your threats, you know, more. Uh, you want, like, especially in stories like Dragon Ball or Seven Deadly Sins where you have a power level. Or a mm-hmm. number associated with your power. Yeah. Everything that's great about those stories went out the window once the power levels like started getting ridiculous. Because now the mangaka mm-hmm. is like, okay, the only way that I can, in, you know, increase the compelling nature of my story is by introducing the next threat with the highest number. It's all about yeah. shocking, yeah. you know, the viewer with a higher number. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. what's the will next Kaiju Eight do yeah. this correctly? Yeah. Like, you know, exactly. Like... Right. It's like what's <laughs> like what's the next big number I can wow people? Nine point one. That's yeah. a very small number. I can yeah. fuck with that number because once we get to ten thousand, the story's over. Right. right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. You, you don't. You don't like. Like we'll never get to ten thousand in Kaiju yeah. Eight, right? Like so yeah. it makes sense. Once once you have fucking. 20 million, 50 yeah. million, 100 million with fucking yeah. Dragon Ball. And, and like, yeah. I don't even know if they like, honestly, I don't remember what the last power level in, in, uh, seven deadly sins was but it was it was pretty high yeah like it wasn't a million or anything or but that, it was like yeah. really big but see like when you rely on well, that they then jumped like so high so yeah. fast too that's always the yeah. problem with yeah. those big numbers because they're just it's trying like to wow you with big numbers is, it doesn't matter yeah. how big they are it's just yeah this guy is i'm not gonna say over nine thousand, but you get where i'm fucking <laughs> yeah. going you know what i'm saying like yeah, 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 it, yeah it's always like that but when you have like <laughs> continuity the way that gege handles handles it in their story is that they flesh out the energy system so well but giving it to you in vague bits you know what I'm saying? So like the, the the threats always like scale with the understanding of the power system that you have at the moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like like the more you understand about the power system, then the bigger the threats get. And the threats correlate mm-hmm. with your understanding of it. So now that we have this current level understanding of Juryoku, then we're going to see a threat that is relative to the level of understanding. I've said that like five times in a row now, but I just want to hammer it. I just want to hammer it home that like, that's how you scale threats in your series. You know what I mean? Then it doesn't get ridiculous whenever something wild happens because you have a metric to reference back to that explains why it's that crazy. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like continuity is so important inside of Shonen storytelling. And I feel like Gege had that in mind and knew that and was just looking at the history of Shonen stories and went, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it like this. I'm not going to do it like this. I'm not going to do it like Dragon Ball. I'm not going to do it like Seven Deadly Sins. I'm not going to do it like 
I don't fucking know, Black Clover. And instead, I'm going to reference JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and Hunter Hunter for my stakes and for my fucking power scaling because mm-hmm. these motherfuckers put that as like top priority. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't matter that every new threat is a different universe ending one. You mm-hmm. can have mm-hmm. all kinds of different threats with varying degrees inside of your energy system that are threatening for different reasons. You know what I mean? And right. That is it, it, it lets you have storytelling that's like it like as you said, like it isn't like, oh shit, that guy's got a bigger number than me. I mm-hmm. gotta I gotta train so my number gets bigger. It's yeah, like exactly. let's 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 have let's have a strategic battle in an alleyway or yeah. let's have a strategic battle on top of a building. Where anything let's that have, can, where anything can happen yeah, regardless anything of can number. Happen. Yeah, anything can happen. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I got too. But uh yeah, and we are at about the hour and a half mark. But this has been <laughs> one shot. This has been an incredible conversation. Um, thank you all so much for joining. If you did, chat, you have been incredible. I wish that we could get to more of your comments, but I feel like you guys have had incredible influence on this conversation, incredible input as usual. We have one of the best communities that I feel like I've ever seen inside of Facts. anime YouTubing um and anime twitching you know whatever but i mean i may, i don't know yeah i don't i'll get i'll get better with that as time goes on but, <laughs> but you guys have been incredible thank you all so much for joining um if you guys are new here we are project manga we are a team of four manga critics that review weekly shonen jump on youtube weekly with each new issue so um visit our about section so that you can see all of our links to youtube discord twitter patreon what have you um if you guys showed up late to this conversation and would like to see it um you know from start to finish we will have it on patreon tomorrow um and then a couple days later on youtube as a premiere so however way you want to consume that is is up to you um but we definitely would implore you to consider supporting us on patreon because that keeps all of the wheels turning um but yeah man this has been this has been fucking incredible you guys um i love one shots like this is something that this i've been so, so excited yeah, this is this a good is start. the funnest yeah. thing we do we i swear to god it's like my favorite thing that we fucking do now absolutely i just love talking about jump with you guys and while we have chat interaction it's always so yes. great yeah. thank you to well, everyone's points so yes good. everyone's points yeah, you guys are so make good. it happen you guys um, make it happen absolutely. thank you and thank you guys for yeah, following everyone up. who followed tonight thank you so much everyone who subscribed tonight thank you so much um future followers future subscribers you know what i'm saying we we're, we're, we're here for you guys too but if you are new here and you are not following yet please make sure you smash that follow button and please consider smashing the subscribe button as well but that is going to do it for this episode of one shots and the project manga podcast i am noxy i am kiko Eagadoo. and nickums and we will catch you guys next time have a good one you guys